0: Riverdale After Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that is recorded after dark. I'm Alex. Darkness is like light turned
1: upside down, like how the color brown is the opposite of the color red. The great archy rainbow we all live at the end of. And the pot of gold is today's
0: episode. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And uh, this is Riverdale After Dark, as mentioned, a podcast for the CW's Riverdale. We're going to be talking about the latest episode, The Stranger. We've sat on our hands; we can't feel them oh, anymore. We are ready to talk on, about man. what? Why? No, why? Why? Come on! That is not cool. I am legitimately not better than this. Uh, let's <laughs> <Of course. laughs> let's get into a recap for the episode. Uh, there's a lot going into this. Recap. Uh, a lot- recap. Re- <laughs> Take wow, Keith! You're into recaps. It's a fan. Wow, that's great, Pete. You should check out my recap podcast where I recap recaps from other podcasts. Sarcasm. It's real sarcasm. <laughs> so, going into this episode, Archie is dead. He was mauled by a bear. Uh, we that's where we left off the last episode. Meanwhile, back in Riverdale, lots of stuff going on. The Serpents are running protection for Veronica Lodge and her club. Veronica has one up on her father, Hiram Lodge. Or at least mm. so she thinks. Uh, she uh, was feeling empowered. It was part of that empowerment. And not knowing Archie was lying dead, again, having been mauled by a bear, she hooked up with Reggie. They had a little bit of a man Monica hookup going on there. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Meanwhile, Betty hit a huge snag in her investigation of the evil Gargoyle King, where she found the Sisters of the Quiet Mercy were all dead. They all died. They all uh, drank the blue juice, which is not a euphemism for anything. They literally drank some blue yeah, juice. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I man. like that
1: you called the <laughs> the death of multiple
0: nuns a snag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Jewish, so, you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, why? Uh, also, they were fake nuns. Wow. They weren't oh, wow. even nuns. Wow. They weren't. And even nuds they were just jerks yeah <laughs> so turns out uh, they all died. The other thing that Betty is dealing with is her mom Alice Cooper and her sister Polly, who doesn't show up this episode really um, she shows up a little bit, I think does she? No, she's not at the table. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when Polly does anything. Whatever it is, most of her family has gotten embroiled in a cult called The Farm. We don't know a lot about them other than they seem to be into new-agey crystals and things like that. But Betty really does not trust them. Uh, Meanwhile, Jughead is trying to keep the serpents, serpents even, keep them in control. Uh, And some other stuff is going on that we'll get into in a moment. Oh, the other thing, in case you forgot, Betty's father was a serial killer named The Black Hood. And he was sent yeah. to a Hannibal Lecter esque prison yeah. when last yeah. we left him, and that's kind of where we pick up here. Um, here's one thing I want to throw out before we get into this episode at all. I this show has become prediction proof, like <laughs> oh, yeah. like it's yeah. to a ludicrous about where. Yeah, we do. Wait, you couldn't have predicted that Archie would have died by being mauled by a bear? (laughs) No. But but even more than that, it feels like so many things happen, even if not time doesn't pass, so many things happen between episodes that when you pick up whatever you thought was going to happen months down the road, episodes down the road, or anything like that, just immediately happens or has already happened.
1: It's crazy. It's like everyone It's like everyone on this show has like two weeks to live, and they're right. like, well, I'm going to live hard. I'm going to live at 100 miles an hour all the time, and here I'm writing this episode.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. kind of great. I, this is part of the reason that I love yeah. the show, honestly, is so many TV shows, and we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but so many TV shows are mm-hmm. like, I expected, looking at the episode descriptions, that they were going to drag out the Archie Death to Glenn style proportions, where you all knew he's coming back, but they were just going to be like, "Is he dead? Is he alive? What's going to happen without him? Nope, right back in, Archie Andrews died at eight forty seven a m and now he's a different person walking down the road and decided to come home, and now he's back. <laughs> like within a minute yeah. Yeah. any any status quo you thought was going on god it it's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's like he didn't have to sit on his hands for very long before
2: the stranger was ready to return. I thought he was just going to lift up his hands and be like, Hump Day, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. Because he died on a Wednesday. It's just so ridiculous. You don't know what's going to happen. So I was yeah, trying He died to-
0: on a Wednesday because the show airs on a Wednesday. Uh, what, what I thought was interesting, was he there dreaming for a full day and then he died that the next morning or did everything that happened in the last episode happen in like an hour?
2: It couldn't have been. That's what I think. No, yeah. because his scars by the time we see him are so healed up. It's gotta be a bunch of time has uh, passed. That's a good call.
1: I've to... decided well, he, had, he, Andrews, he had to come back from Canada, quote unquote, which is, uh, could be anywhere.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing about Canada, as we all well know as comic book fans, that's the home of Wolverine. Wolverine has a healing factor, Archie has been stabbed in the torso totally fine he got branded that seems to be missing uh and now he got scratched by a bear and he just like has three very pleasant scratches right across his chest yeah so i don't know just throwing it out there
2: what do you think Wolverine the thing. just stands at the border and hands out healing factor to people and <laughs> says, welcome to canada Bob. here you go here's some healing factor yeah you should go to canada it's restful <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean,
1: I, I have to think that maybe it was Wolverine that attacked Archie. Mm, we didn't see who it was. Think mm, about it.
0: Crossover. Pretty cool. Think about it. Do you, uh, do you want to walk us through this one, Justin, after Archie sure. comes back? Let's get into it. So, uh, we, as you
1: said, Archie died and the stranger returns. Um, and he walks in and talks
2: to Fred, who has a pretty chill reaction to his son coming back from. Yeah, but his dad uh, didn't Canada. know he died. His dad just knew he was away. He didn't know he died of a bear attack. He he said to his dad, I'm leaving forever. And then a couple
1: of weeks go by and he's like, I'm back. I have a long story to tell you, but first let's have some eggs. The official (laughs) food of (laughs) Archie.
0: He really does. Only exclusively. This is how many episodes in a row that he's eaten eggs? Eggs are great, guys. 44 44 eggs, eggs, I think. Uh, And And that's... Last episode was all about a glamorous egg. I think part of the reason that Archie was away is if he was around, he would have eaten that egg.
2: That's why the exactly. egg gets so many likes. It is so popular, guys. That's why it's all out, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. All Archie. Mm-hmm. This show is run by Big Egg. Yeah. <laughs> now I do
0: want to mention, uh, without touching too much on the future scenes, I you're gonna love this one, Pete. I really like Fred in this episode a lot. Yes! I was glad. Yeah, I was glad to see all the Why? Why? I was glad. (laughs) I missed the uh, Archie-Fred father-son talks.
2: Yeah. Also, he was like, Harum doesn't scare me, son. That was fantastic. He's stepping up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll get to it
1: later. But Fred stepped up in a way that was like the most chill way to threaten another human's life. (laughs) He still did it, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. He really he squeezed squeezed the last bit of moisture out of that flannel and became a dry towel that day.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about his list of priorities, right? His first priority was uh, getting some eggs with his dad. Right. The second priority was getting some eggs with Veronica, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Scrabbling. I know. Scrabbling her Make, eggs. You're
2: talking about making a baby. <laughs>
0: yes, I am.
2: And she yeah. was immediately like, wait, what happened to your hair?
1: She was very upset about
0: the hair, yeah. like
1: more than you would think if you're like coming back from being dead, maybe, and murder charged. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I will say they, they talk the entire episode about how changed Archie was and how he was a different man. But the large majority of the changes were he had brown hair, <laughs> had a root beer float instead of a strawberry milkshake. Oh, yeah, had. that's a like, huge that's change. That's fucked up.
2: That's, yeah, Whoa. fucked
1: up. I mean, honestly, though, have you like who orders a root beer float, dude? What are you talking about? A W does great root beer floats, man. When was that time you ordered one, or were with a person who was like, (laughs) you know what I want a soda with a bunch of stuff in it?
0: Well, now now that I think of it, uh, I did go with a friend to a diner and he ordered a root beer float, but he had just been mauled by a bear. So, Mm, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's what I call a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So let's keep walking through it, Justin.
1: Yeah, so we get uh, a quick uh, Veronica recap of events, and then we learn about the greatest crisis that has ever threatened Archie, the SATs.
2: Yeah, that was insane. Archie, this, 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 and SATs. Like, what? You guys care about high school now?
0: Do you think, well, I like that. I liked us going back to high school for this episode. I, I, this episode actually felt very season two to me where they were balancing ridiculous stuff, crazy plot lines with actually being in school and it was nice.
1: Well, I, I do like it and I like the, it just like, puts us in a more understandable place with everybody. But I also think it, Archie was just convicted of murder. <laughs> he's been on the run, and he almost died so many times, and he's stressing about a test that he also is very bad at.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think there would have been allowances for that, right? Like somebody would have figured out something or say, hey, you can take your SATs later because you can retake your SATs.
1: Yes. I don't think they know that in this world. <laughs> like I said, everyone's living the, the last two weeks of their lives. They don't have time to take a makeup.
0: Yeah, yeah I guess so. Wait, how'd you guys do on your SATs? You what? want to talk oh, to numbers? Seriously? Yeah,
2: throw it out there, Pete. No, I don't fucking remember my numbers. That's not great, then.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thirteen. You, what about you? Thirteen twenty. Nice, thirteen ninety. Oh, fuck you! Oh, you
0: <laughs> You were waiting to go last, weren't you?
1: I waited to go last. I'll tell you what, though, I didn't know if I was going to be the best because uh. we're all very smart, except for Pete. <laughs> That's true. That's oh, true. Oh man, I'm sure you took great kidding, your SATs,
0: Pete. I'm sure you got six hundred combined. <laughs> fuck you, man. Yeah.
1: Well, the SATs in Rochester are different. It's like there's a tree trapping and uh, other stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right?
0: important stuff. Man yeah. stuff yeah, the three sections are English, math, and garbage plate.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Another perfect garbage plate from a page. Uh I again like this really ties into the season two of it all, but following that up with a study session and everything, everybody actually yeah. hanging out with each other and being friends and talking to each other, it was real nice.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was uh, it was a fun—it uh, l- lowered the stakes in a good way, I think, uh, like that let us get a breather and really see the rest of the crazy things that have gone on, in not even just this season, but last season as well. Uh, so now, we have this scene where Weatherby uh, threatens to hold Archie back um, and make him repeat his junior year. Uh, but seeing Weatherby maybe think that he is suspicious, is he the Gargoyle King?
0: it is- well, we find out who the Gargoyle King is this episode. You don't no. think so? No way. No way? I don't know. I think no we way. did.
2: Yeah, we also find out that it it is kind of a mantle, unless the Black Hood was lying, which he could have been.
0: Well, so we'll get into that. I think we're jumping a little ahead yeah. with the whole Gargoyle King thing, um, yeah. but... I don't know. I think Weatherby is just doing another, more of his weird Weatherby stuff where none of his schooling makes any sense necessarily. Uh, he's, mm. like, again, he could have made allowances. Like you said, he'd be like, hey, you were thrown in jail. You were on the run. You were mauled by a bear. I'm going to hold you back. That's not the reaction of a reasonable principal.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm saying he's suspect. He's after the Red Paladin. I,
0: I fully disagree with you. Principal okay. Weatherby is just a bad principle. That's all.
1: <laughs> what if he was no principles, Weatherby? Ooh. Like a murderer. Here's
0: okay. So, in your defense, Weatherby, right? Stormy yep. stings. Okay. That, that's all I. <laughs> that's what <it>. was <laughs> that? <That's laughs> I, I, I was trying, but then it just stopped. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: I think we got made some progress. I, I Keep your eyes on the bees. <laughs> so while they're at the diner getting their floats, uh, Betty's card gets declined. And it's a review uh, revealed that uh, Betty's mom has spent all of her money,
0: which is a big deal. Except can we talk about the fact how rude it is that Veronica even let Betty pay in the first place, given that she owns the diner?
2: Yeah, that's cold. That's cold.
1: No, but when you go into, like, a friend's bar, you at least offer to pay.
0: Right. I guess. Um, So, yeah, Betty finds out that her card has been declined because Alice took all of her money and gave it to the farm, um, everything that she had for college. Uh, Betty also finds out that the other person who signed the release was her dad, which she thinks is crazy. So she wants to go to her dad and talk to him to find out whether why he did that, whether she can get the money back, et cetera. Uh, And she finds out almost immediately that the signature was forged, because as she tells Sierra McCoy, she forged the signature earlier, which, very fun moment. I know I keep saying the same thing about this episode, but I really enjoyed this a lot.
1: Uh, Uh, Well, I I feel like in this episode, a lot of the characters are acting like they know everything's so crazy. Like, I feel like that scene specifically, it's like, I forged signature all the time, and Sierra's like, yeah, what does that mean? She's like, forget about it here's the thing. I got to go see my dad. <laughs> like it, it, they're, they're picking up. The characters are moving at the same pace as the show. And that's, that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Let's, uh, what happens next? She goes to Hal. Is that the, yeah, let's, let's follow. Wait, wait, Betty's wait, I, I wanted to say bit.
2: real quick though, that Betty was way too calm with the fact that her mom spent all of her goddamn money. I would have lost my mind. She yelled at her. She screamed at her. You don't think she, that was enough. No, definitely not. You, I, She should have been like, you have to get my money back. You can't just spend and give away my money like that. Well, but she, I think she knows that Alice is legitimately unreasonable. Yeah.
1: Like, she was unreasonable yeah. before, so why is she yelling at her is like yelling at some sort of stormy sting, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. So, well done. So I think she did the right thing by confronting her father, who's a serial killer, and locked up in jail. Yeah
0: a <laughs> yeah, yeah, reasonable move, thing to do. Yeah. Um, I appreciated uh, Lachlan Monroe's performance, where he went from like I'm a reasonable dad to now that we know that the hack hood, he's like I'm straight up Hannibal Lecter all the time, twenty four <laughs> yeah. hours a day. That's yeah. my delivery. That's my character. Let's do this.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: it is crazy, especially like when we last saw him, he was like a straight up lunatic, and now he's like ice cold. Yeah, I murder, but I'm also a good dad.
0: Yeah. It was also interesting. It was interesting to find out from him that 14 people have died because of the Gargoyle King. I didn't think we knew it was that many, right? Like, did some of the cheerleaders die, or what happened? I think there's a lot of nuns. Oh, right, the nuns. I forgot about the nuns. There was a bunch of them. A lot of nun in that number. Right. When I was was, uh, calculating it, I put a zero because there was none. (laughs)
1: Wow, that's good. Also, you hate
0: nuns. (laughs)
1: We also learned you hate nuns, and so you don't count them as people. Yeah, I don't see nuns. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see nuns. Uh, So, yeah, Betty sees how he's trying to go full Dexter with her. He wants a Griffin and Gargoyle manual. He wants to, like, get in the game. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, you'll come back. Uh, I promise. And then legitimately, a couple scenes later, Betty's like, OK, I'm back here to talk to you just <laughs> yeah, casually exactly. a little
0: bit. Well, no, no, no. She, I mean, that's the end of the episode. But the middle scene that she has with Hal when she comes back is she needs the document signed. She brings the manual. Yeah. She gets the document signed. And then he drops not casually, but he drops a little bit of information that he's the Gargoyle King from back in the day in the Midnight Club day. That was his first kill. He left the Blue Juice to kill everybody in the Midnight Club, Uh, but Principal Whitehead, what was his name? White... Featherhead. Featherhead. Uh, Principal Featherhead was just kind of a a side thing that happened, but it definitely led him into the path of the Black Hood, and Betty freaks out. I'll tell you... It's definitely very different looking back at it now, but I was completely floored when that happened. When that happened in the episode, I was like, "What the fuck? I cannot believe that they are going for the black hood is also the no. guardrail Kick. That's crazy."
1: I knew it was fake from the jump.
0: Yeah, you did. That's why you got uh, seventy more points yeah, on the S A D.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Those are, those are the the real the sniffing out the mystery <laughs> points. Uh, yeah, I and like let's keep talking about it. So um, we find out that Alice has been visiting Hal after that scene after he admits to uh, killing Featherhead. Supposedly, um, so, Alice. Supposedly, so Betty goes um, on the hunt once again, and uh, we find out that it's actually Penelope Blossom who's been visiting mm-hmm. um, uh, visiting Kindical Hal in prison. Visit. And how lie to protect Betty and keep her uh, coming to visit him.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I like I love that Penelope scene as well. I'm feeling very repetitive because I really did enjoy a lot of the stuff in this episode, but um, I liked her casual thing. She's like, I may have written a letter to Jeffrey Dahmer back in the day. Her delivery of <laughs> that yeah. was ridiculous. And the fact that she's been doing conjugal visits with Hal is super weird. That yeah. a while in a jail cell, she was like, here's all the details of Ascension Night. And he's like, great, I'm going to use that to trick my daughter. Parents, fucked up. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, but I think that scene is where, like, we
1: find out that no, he's not the cargo okay, right? Yeah, we find yeah, out he's so not. So, what the are you be- talking
0: about? Wh- what do you mean?
1: So, you're. I thought you were saying you still thought he was the cargo okay.
0: Oh no, no, no! I'm saying when he dropped that information, that definitely. Oh, you were floored. Yeah, I was floored. Then when they eventually reversed it, I was like, oh, okay, all right, now we got to figure that out. Uh, And we still, by the end of the episode, don't know who the Gargoyle King was in Midnight Club times, which is interesting that they're keeping that aspect of the mystery going.
2: Yeah. Uh, I love that part of it. Yeah. And then uh, next up is Reggie. Hey, Reggie, cool it. Archie's back.
0: Well, so do we—anything else we need to talk about with Betty's storyline before we— Move on to something else. Uh, well, we could talk a little bit more about um,
1: Alice. She, uh, we, she's up for a job uh, anchoring the local news uh, in a yes. weird thing. Um, and we find out that the reason that the farm wants the money is because they were buying the uh, the mon not monastery but the nunnery. I guess the church where um, the sisters of the Quiet Mercy where they all now, died. It, so they're sending, sending those girls itself, so. who
2: escaped that nunnery right back to that nunnery.
0: Yeah. Pretty rude, pretty rude. Uh, You're also, you guys need to explain the financials here to me because the whole idea of Betty's plotline was she was getting the signature from Hal that invalidated the documents that took her college fund, but the farm used that money to buy the Sisters of the Quiet Mercy, right? So wouldn't that purchase be invalidated?
1: Uh, I mean, it's crazy that a, a real estate purchase like that doesn't just happen... In a minute, uh, I would think But uh, technically she could sue To get the money back, but the money Is gone, they spent it
0: Right, yeah And since it's Riverdale, we won't talk about it Ever again, and that's just kind of the status quo Going forward
1: Yep. Maybe Betty can just own a piece of the uh, the Nunnery (laughs) that that held her hostage For a while
0: Right, maybe she could uh, have the Betty Cooper Skull Room That's fun Yeah, Where all the ghosts, the nun ghosts are (laughs) Oh man Uh, I like that mention too. That Hermione very seriously to Hiram was like, "But there are ghosts there." I, that was
1: such a weird scene. Yeah, because and we'll talk about this in a minute, probably. But yeah, Hiram is trying to buy the Sisters of Quiet Mercy himself, competing yeah. with the farm. And she's like, "You can't buy that. There are none ghosts." And it was that
2: was very odd. Yeah, I mean, she's but religious.
0: She's religious.
2: Also, that's kind of like. If a bunch of nuns just died there, would you want to, you wouldn't think twice about buying that property?
1: Well, I mean, I live in a nun death household (laughs) and uh, nothing bad ever
2: happens to me. Yeah,
1: exactly. If you want to get a good deal, find where a nun just died.
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, um, uh, I I went over there after Justin killed all those nuns, and I was like, I don't see anything. Buy this place.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Alex is my real estate uh, advocate and murder assistant. Thumbs up. Um, so the uh, we so. It, Alice gets this job as the news. She's going to be the news anchor in the local news station. And the, the farm like helped her get it through their connections. So I guess we feel like the farm is maybe bigger than we thought before. They have more of an
0: influence. Right. I think we were looking at the farm as more of a Jim Jones type thing, but now it seems to be more of a Scientology type thing, I guess. Exactly. And I thought that was an interesting pivot, and
1: the first we've heard of that.
0: Right. Well, not to jump ahead, but they just revealed what the next musical episode is going to be, which is, I believe, five episodes uh, down—actually, six episodes down the road at this point. Uh, And the musical— is the high school musical, but it's sponsored by The Farm. So it definitely seems like, similar to how Hiram is doing his own financial finagling in town, The Farm and, uh, one would assume, Edgar Evernever are doing something similar. They're certainly going to grab up land and grab up places in Riverdale in a very similar way to the way Hiram was doing it last season. Sweet. Yeah. That's going to be And awesome. controlling all the media. Yeah. Uh so you want
1: to jump jump back and talk uh talk some Archie? I love love to talk some Archie. Let's do it. I I guess everything sort of Archie and Veronica's storyline is sort of paired up. Uh so, yeah, Archie's uh, struggling with his news about being bad at um, thinking and the SATs. Uh, he's learning to uh, be better at that. And, we, man, Monica is just happening. Reggie and Veronica have a little chat, and he seems very cool about the breakup.
2: Yeah, he's like, cool, cool, no problem.
1: Um, it's like he respects Archie so much.
0: So what did you, uh, maybe we could wait to talk about this until we talk about the end of the storyline, but how do you feel about Reggie this episode? Because a question that I've seen from a lot of fans, from a lot of folks, is that they feel like the Veggie-Man-Monica romance is a little rushed, and we don't know enough about Reggie at this point to make any sort of judgment. What's your take on it?
1: I like man Monica. I think they make more sense as a couple and Reggie this season has become like pretty nice. And he's just like Archie, except he doesn't act as rashly like he is like the scene later between Reggie and Archie is like, oh, my God, these two guys have just been hit in the head with (laughs) a shovel Uh, and they're talking to each other. Uh, But Reggie's like the more the less uh, rash of the two of them. And so that's perfect for Veronica.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess Reggie is a better person and maybe smarter and probably won't just, like, run away and leave Veronica. You just made a great case for him to be (laughs) dating her. Yeah, I know. It's upsetting.
0: I I do feel like right now the relationship is a little more about Veronica than it is about Reggie, that it's about her. She went through all of these awful things with Archie. Absolutely, like nothing against Archie, very nice guy, but uh you know, what with the murder, the running away, the breaking up with her, and then coming back and having sex the, with her and stuff. The bones, making his bones, all the bones he had to right. do last season. Plus it always makes it very tough. One of the toughest things in a relationship is if your father wants to literally kill your boyfriend. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I, I, that said, I want to find out more about what Reggie brings to this relationship beyond liking Veronica, and I guess we're going to get to see it going forward.
2: Yeah, uh, I yeah. guess so. Uh, and are you guys thing happy about see- this So you're like real excited that the, the, the staple is broken up and now these two are dating? Hell yeah. I love Man Monica, and I'll tell you what. That's not the only
1: change coming our way, because we get uh, Betty dyeing Archie's hair red, which you know is a precursor to their <laughs> relationship. Fuck you. Definitely happening. No. Archie Archie doesn't like music like he used to, so he doesn't need to have Veronica be his singer so he can get
0: with uh, Betty. Okay, so I, I love that as a friendship scene. It was really nice to see... Again, them just all kind of hanging out together. Uh, Jughead not being like, I'm the intense leader of the serpents, standing on cars and having everybody yell, serpents, 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 like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Quizzing Archie was fun. Betty dyeing his hair was fun. Everybody was sweet and nice to each other, which Mm -hmm. I think we haven't Mm -hmm. seen in months at this point, if not an entire season. So that was great. Uh, I took that as a friendship thing, not a romantic thing.
1: Well, you're wrong. I see the spark. <laughs> the spark that is his hair? Yeah, exactly. It's going
0: to catch fire, and then they're all going to burn in love. Oh, uh, So then they go down to Le Bon Nuit where Veronica's like, Hi, welcome, everybody watch me perform this weird song. Uh, do you know what that song yep. was? What song was that? No idea. It was in uh, It was in Spanish. Yeah, it was in Spanish, I think though. so. I looked it up. Uh, I think Yeah, it's
2: like my love or me and more or something like that yeah <laughs> cool. our local spanish translator yeah. i
0: think <laughs> i think it's 2S es futu uh in by ingrid but i could be wrong
2: that's You're it. Wrong. that's,
0: that's You're all i oh, there I'm you wrong. Go. yeah great <laughs> there, <laughs> there we go uh, but yeah then everybody gets real annoyed at archie leaving again i feel like they need to cut him slack because he was attacked by a bear
1: well, I'll tell you, I uh, many people I didn't know that, a, though. They're te- treating him with such, everyone's being so careful, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, that psychopath just ran out of the song place. And it was like, give him, give him a break. But, you know, Reggie shits on the bear attack out of nowhere. Like, when they're in the locker room talking in, like, a couple scenes before the uh, Bondoui scene, Reggie's like, oh, a bear, who cares?
0: I was like, come on, man, what have you done? No, no, that was, that was after it. The, they're in the locker room. It yeah, after? it was yeah, afterwards. It was after. Because yeah. he's like, yo, you're a psychopath for running out of there, you crazy yeah. person. Right, right, right after. Uh, yeah. And then they have their uh, bared ab off where they look at each other. Uh, and he has those barely claws at all on him. Uh, right. And I think what Reggie says, he's like, a bear? Really? Damn. Which I feel like if you're, one of your really good friends got attacked by a bear and you found that out, You'd have a slightly bigger reaction, right? Yeah. I
2: definitely. (laughs) I would have a lot of questions and they would probably have to get sick and tired of telling it all the time because everybody would want to know what it would be like to be attacked by a fucking bear.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. I, uh, I once, while walking through the woods, uh, with my camp group a bear didn't attack us but it like ran up to a bunch of people and on the same trail i got covered in bees I have never stopped telling that story. Like we (laughs) still talk about that all the time. So I feel like covered in bees. I was covered in bees. There was so we were all walking single (laughs) file down a trail and I started to see everybody in front of me running as fast as they possibly can. And I was like, Hey, why is everybody running away as fast as they possibly can? And somebody was like, don't move. And I looked down and I was wearing shorts. The rest of my legs was bees. Why? What, what? That's the outage first. Did you happened? have did you honey on your legs? Here's the thing is that somebody had disturbed a beehive on right. the side of the trail. Yeah. Right. And I was just standing there like completely frozen Unable to breathe because I was covered in bees. The crazy thing is I was not stung at all. Like, not what? at all by the Yeah, I could not believe it. I stood there. There were, like, three people behind me who waited around with me because they didn't want to go around because they were going to get stung by bees. I couldn't move off the trail because I was covered by bees. And we just stood there for probably about a half an hour waiting for the bees to come off of my legs until slowly they flew away and I inched forward towards everybody, but the bees were still there. So we were like, okay, let's back around and find another way back to the tour bus. We did. It took another half an hour. And when we got back to the tour bus, we were like, Hey, you're not going to believe this. We were covered in bees. And they're like, you're not going to believe this. We were attacked by a bear. (laughs) Wow. It's quite the trip. You're
1: you're <laughs> the weather bee. Yeah. <laughs> you're the stormy sting. I had to repeat my junior year. Wow. Oh, wow. It all checks out. It's all one story. Um, that story is crazy. Um, covered in bees. <laughs> bees. Were you upset
2: that
0: your bee story got immediately won up by the bear story? Uh, it was definitely a very interesting thing because all of us were talking about it the entire time when we were walking back. we were like, that's the craziest thing that ever happened. Meanwhile, everybody else was like, hey, here's the craziest thing that ever happened. <laughs> I mean, they are yeah. technically right. A bear is much more exciting and dangerous than a couple of bees. Uh, yeah, that's, it was not a couple of bees. It was a couple yeah. of hundred bees. Hundred bees it keeps getting bigger every time you tell oh no, It was how many he bees? My legs think,
2: were covered in bees. My legs were time. covered
0: in bees. You can't cover legs with a couple of bees, asshole. I I want to see the picture. I, Let me be. We honest We didn't take pictures of my legs covered. Why in didn't bees? you pose for exactly. pictures with exactly your legs covered in bees? It was pre phones. Oh man. <laughs> oh back back when bees didn't really sting. Yeah, back before they developed stickers. Uh. So uh, let's keep talking about the episode. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to Reggie your uh, be and bear story, but uh,
1: I just did. Um, well, a quick, quick sidebar to the Injustice League. They love smoking cigars. Yeah, they do. Uh, we, we get a great meet up between um, uh, the lodges and Penelope, who are just talking about crimes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then we see Hermione uh, talking to Hiram, and she does not like being talked down to because she's the Gargoyle King. This
0: uh, Hermione, did you just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about that at the end of the episode because I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you. But now we're talking, yeah. Uh, but Hiram has this whole thing where he's like, Yeah, Claudius is going to be sheriff, which seems yeah. he's like, all... Hey, make that happen. What about like the ghoulies guy? What's his name? Malachi or something like that? Somebody who seems yeah. like even remotely they could be sheriff of a small town, Claudius. All we've ever seen him do is walk around and drive trucks, so that's pretty much it. I yeah. could, and he's he's bad at everything. Yes. Claudius, so bad he dies later on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, well, let's yeah, let's get there right now. That's a little side plot to talk about. Um, Fangs goes to the Gargoyle uh, gang hangout to meet the Gargoyle king and chill.
2: Um, and I gotta say are, though, it's a bad idea if Fangs is the guy who's gonna turn it all around. I feel like. Really? He He does does okay. He does do all right. He does. But I was just surprised that Jughead was like, okay, here's the plan. It all relies on Fangs. He's so dependable. (laughs) He's He's shown time and time again. He's going to come through for us.
0: Uh, He's more dependable than Sweet Pea, who totally messes things up this episode. Okay. Well, Fangs is right there.
1: I mean, they're the and Costello (laughs) of (laughs) everything. They're, they're like a couple of Archies their, trying to get This is up. definitely
0: jumping ahead, but their reaction when they accidentally kill Tallboy, when they're like, oh, man, <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Oh, no, what do we do? It was yeah. very Ridiculous. cartoonish. So, yeah,
1: let, so let's talk about that. Uh, Fangs is going to the Gargoyle Hang. He's about to get branded when the serpents roll up, yeah. uh, scare everybody, unmask the Gargoyle King as Tallboy, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which was uh, uh, sort of a surprise. Yeah, yeah it was a now big I, I,
0: I couldn't remember. Did we speculate that Tallboy was still alive at the end of last season? I think we did, based on the fact that you never saw a body.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we did not. Uh, well,
2: I, it, also Tallboy
1: like, seems like a throwaway character.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Tallboy to me. They were like Tallboy, and I was like, who? <laughs> yeah. Tallboy to me is like they're trying to figure out who the Gargoyle King was, and they're like, well, he is pretty tall hey, wait a second, what about (laughs) Tallboy?
1: He's the tallest boy.
0: Yes, they did, back in the episode where Betty and Jughead saw the Gargoyle King in the woods, they did say that the Gargoyle King was too tall to be Ethel, which I feel like was our clue that it was Tallboy. Yep. Yeah, he was too tall and too boy to be. <laughs> <laughs> and tall boy, full on evil now, living in the town of Athens. He killed Joaquin, as we find out, branded his forehead. Uh, he loved. Uh, Torturing Alice uh, In the house One nice thing about that That clears FP of that whole thing We were certainly wondering about Mm. that With the Scream stuff Um, But yeah Tallboy is behind everything the whole time Except according to him Hiram is actually behind him So as far as we know for this episode Everything that's been going on with the Gargoyle King Except for with the Midnight Club Is all because of Tallboy and Hiram Uh, How do you feel about that reveal?
1: No way that's true I feel like so much happened in this episode uh, that is meant to, like, throw, put us on a certain path, but it's all just uh, red herrings.
0: So you think it's the same thing as Black Hood last season, where we are supposed to think it was, uh, what's his name, Stenson? And instead, yeah. it turns yeah. out to be Hal.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. And in this case, we have, so far, we have Tallboy uh, becoming the Gargoyle King. We also have Hal claiming he's a Gargoyle King. Um, so I, I feel like everyone's going to have roles to play, but... Uh, also... I, uh,
2: I I also think it's like we talked about before, where it's like numerous people can be the Gargoyle King. It's not just one person all the time.
1: Yes, I have a theory. Um, We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, So... The uh, so they they take Tallboy. Um, they have a meet up where they uh, they lure. They're trying to get Hiram to come meet them. Instead, they get Claudius um, and they the Serpents, a known gang, make a citizens' arrest. I don't know how that <laughs> works, uh, especially when there's no sheriff. Right. <laughs>
0: well, that's why citizens need to make a arrest because sheriffs can't make arrest because there are no sheriffs. Yeah, that's how the law yeah, works. No, you wouldn't understand. Sense. That's more of a. Uh, 1320 SATs type thing to know <laughs> yeah oh
1: it's a less a lower score
0: yeah, it's a lower score <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um
1: and then we have uh, at the end of the episode fangs and Sweepy accidentally kill Tallboy. um which doesn't i don't know how that happened they don't even really point to how it happened i guess
2: a gun went off were they holding a gun or a knife i thought he uh I think it was but a he knife. Fell and, on something. And a knife went I off. I think
0: he got free of the way I understood. It, he uh, oh, maybe it was a gun. Uh, he got free of his bonds and ran at them, and so they paddocked and killed him.
1: Yeah, it definitely se- seemed like a suspect accident. Uh, but Jughead, uh, managed, is, so
0: Jughead is a really good solution, which is the same solution you should always have when you accidentally party. kill somebody. Throw a party. Throw a party. Yeah. No.
1: When I actually killed those nuns, I had a wicked party. that was a great party. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you for coming over. Yeah. It was fun. Made a real mess, but that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, How uh, how did that plan work, though?
0: Was the idea that they were happy so nobody would suspect them of murdering somebody?
1: Yeah, the plan didn't make any sense. I guess he was trying to get all the serpents to, like, come together and get Sweet Pea and Fangs to like chill, but I, I just didn't get it at all.
0: I thought there was going to be some part of the plan where he's like, don't worry, we've chopped up Tallboy, everybody's drinking a little piece of Tallboy, so that's how we got well, yeah. the body.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense why the part of the, they could have been like, let's go to the movies, and it would have been the same effect. <laughs> uh, yeah, they could have gotten to see Love,
0: Simon again, that would have been nice.
1: Yeah, that's true. Or maybe they could have signed on to Bumble which is a great website that is plugged heavily in this episode. Yes, it
0: is. I thought that was going somewhere, and then it didn't.
1: Uh, no, it was truly a full-on commercial. Yeah. Like, you get to see him match, and then be like, cool, I matched with someone. At <laughs> least, I feel <laughs> like at someone.
0: least, with it, that's a very CW thing to do. They do that sort of integrated marketing all the time. But at least when they do it yeah. on the superhero shows, it's like Caitlin Snow on The Flash has to, you know, big something to find out some information on a supervillain, which is fine. This is just like, well, I'm sad about Veronica. Got to look for somebody else. Oop, made a match. Goodbye.
1: Yeah. Whatever. It was uh it was suspect. Yeah, but
0: I, it's it's cool. I'll get him have a little commercial. Yeah. Did you guys uh download Bumble after watching oh, this yeah. episode? Big Bumble plug. Yeah. I had to. If Reggie did it, I'm doing it. Yeah,
2: that. I yeah. mean it was an advertisement in the middle of the show, so it's like, all right, I want to yeah. be cool.
0: When I was uh telling you guys that I, that story earlier, I wasn't actually covered in bees, I was covered in bumblebees, uh which was uh, dates. I got a lot of dates. Wow. All yeah, over your and legs huh? dates. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Covered <laughs> in dates. Wow. Yeah. I I like to sit uh, on my head though with my legs so that I never mind. Um uh, No, don't, don't do it. Okay, cool.
2: A real stranger.
1: Huh. Uh the so we uh let's piggyback up with Veronica and Archie. Uh Veronica uh shows up in Archie's room, she's crying, they immediately have sex. Yeah. Uh, Archie freaks out at the SATs and fails uh, by not completing it. Um, Goes to the bathroom and uh, passes the mirror punching portion of the test. um, Mm -hmm. Crushes that, and meanwhile Hiram is shot by someone who we and we
0: don't know who it is. So the implication in the episode, which Veronica puts up later, puts together later when they're at the hospital, is Archie left the SATs. Her dad got shot. Ergo, Archie may have shot Hiram. I think pretty clearly, Archie Archie did not shoot Hiram. But who do you think yeah. who shot Hiram?
1: Well, uh, this plays into my larger theory, but I think Hiram was shot by uh, someone taking orders from the Gargoyle King, uh, who I am going to guess is FP. Uh, and what? I think Hermione, Hermione yeah, is the, FP, Gargoyle the King.
2: new sheriff. Uh, also, could have been Luke Perry. He did threaten to do it. Yeah, that feels a little
1: on the nose. But since <laughs> It could have been it's Hermione as threatened. well, though,
2: because she put into yeah. plan new sheriff, then she shoots him. I don't know. That could be all part of her master
0: plan. I, I tend to think it's Hermione. That's sort of where my head's leading right now because of what you said, Pete, that she does have that scene in... The hospital room, she was threatened by him earlier. Then in the hospital room, she says, it's time to FP. So clearly, she's had a lot of plans going on in the background uh, that we don't necessarily know about yet. So that makes a lot of sense. I'll throw out an alternate theory to you. Uh, next week, Kelly Rippa is showing up as Hiram Lodge's... Uh, mistress I believe So it yeah. might yeah. it might just be her Like it might just be like that's how we got Introduced to her we've seen a scene Of her holding a gun in one of the Promos so it's possible It might just be her who shot Hiram. And Kelly Rippa is Mark Consuelo's uh, wife yeah So they yeah. actually practiced a bunch This was reported she shoots him Almost every day
1: <laughs> yeah. It makes sense ah, Marriage it makes sense <laughs> Oh wow uh, That's what being so married sort
0: of, feels like. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to close out what happens, uh, Claudius um, is dead, seemingly um, in the uh, cell that That's he's in. That's crazy!
0: Uh, I can't believe they just killed off Claudius like that.
1: Like very casually. So we lose two huge players in the yeah, game: but he, and Claudius. He's got to be
2: dead for two episodes for it to stick. So we'll see what happens. Interesting. Um, And that blows a lot
1: of theories out of the water that we talked about on this show, about Claudius uh, secretly being the Gargoyle King.
0: Well, Claudius being the Gargoyle King, also Claudius secretly being Clifford, uh, because both Cliff and Claudius are dead at this point, as far as we know. Um, Yeah, not that Claudius has been the biggest character this season, but it was still very surprising for me to see him take it out like this, almost very casually.
1: Yeah. It definitely felt like it's someone who we've had a lot of suspicion of, and to have him just, like, iced basically right in a two-second scene was pretty weird. Yeah. Uh,
0: so what else do we need to talk about?
1: Have we covered it? Well, we need, we need to talk about Veronica and Archie because uh, mm. Veronica accuses Archie of killing Hiram, which basically ends their relationship. and yeah. uh, They come pretty clean about it very quickly. And then Reggie shows up and just locks in the man-Monica relationship.
2: Yeah, he does. Yeah, but before that, Archie and Veronica, they, they, one more for the road.
0: I think it was pretty clear yeah. when that happened that that was the end of Archie that we weren't going to see at any point. That was definitely a goodbye fuck, and then mm-hmm. they were done. Uh, and also the fact that Veronica made the decision, which, frankly, I think she made the right decision, but she didn't follow Archie out of the SATs. That was her implicitly being like, no, I'm putting myself, I'm putting my own needs ahead of Archie's at this point yeah. in time. And I think that includes yeah. being with Reggie. Agreed. And she needs Reggie.
1: We all need Reggie and Veronica. Hey, no, we, no, no, we don't. You guys are my Reggie. Nice. And are you Veronica in this situation? Yeah, Veronica. Yeah. Uh, cool. You're always making yourself the Veronica. A uh, couple other things that happened. Uh, like we said, F.P. rolls up to the party. He's Sheriff, and we get some solid 90s guitar riff as he walks up, <laughs> uh, which which goes over the next scene, which uh, features Archie, who now loves boxing and booze. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Hey, this room looks a lot like a cell. That's a weird line to yeah. have in there. Yeah,
0: so in defense of what Justin was saying earlier. Also,
2: Archie's uh, drinking and boxing,
0: which is a yes, weird combo. Boo- booze. Booze is another word for uh, alcohol. Yeah. Pete, um, the, the, Fred's reaction there, I was on board <laughs> with Fred, the entire episode up until that last scene where he's like, Hey, uh, all your stuff's missing. And you smell like alcohol. You do Okay. Kid. And he's like, I'm doing great. And he's like, you seem pretty manic, huh?" And he's like, Yup. And he's like, okay. Yeah. going to make some eggs. Yeah. He's Goodbye. A, yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. Fred Andrews for all of his cred as a great dad, I don't think so. No, no, no. You've got to know when to stick around and talk to your son and when to walk away and let him work it out a little bit. That was clear (laughs) that he needed to work it out on the bag before he's ready to talk to his dad.
0: Here's here's the no, thing. It's not true. I, they will never introduce this on the show because this would help too much. Riverdale needs a professional therapist working with everybody like more so. Yeah. Particularly Archie, who I know we've repeated this a million times, in this podcast episode, but he was sent to jail. He was on the run. He was almost murdered several times. He was bald. Even if he was just mauled by a bear, that gives you years of therapy to go through. So it's crazy that they're like, have fun boxing in your room, idiot. I don't know. He wasn't like saying idiot.
1: Let uh, let me ask you, Alex, um, how much time did you spend in therapy after you're uh, covered in bees? I'm
2: still in it, it, bro. Smart. Smart, man. Uh,
1: Bees. <laughs> Whatever, are there bees? There's two or three of them on my leg. I don't know what to do. I'm covered in beads.
0: Part of my therapy, they told me to do a weekly Riverdale podcast, so that's working out. <laughs> yeah, sure no, is.
1: Definitely. I feel like we've made some great progress here today, gentlemen.
0: Uh cool. So anything else we need to talk about? Any other points you want to bring up about the episode? No Shoney. Uh, that no is Shoney it. completely. No Shoney at it.
2: all.
1: No Shoney. Well, let's not be greedy. We had a great Shoney episode last week. Okay. Like,
0: uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, also, was that one of your duds in the background? Was that was going on? Yeah, yeah streaming the, Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear
1: that? I'm throwing a party tonight.
0: <laughs> nice. Come
1: find out why. How many bodies are you getting rid of? Uh, we'll see. I'm, and we're just going to not get rid of it. I'm just going to have a fun party and scream. None killers, none killers, none killers. Oh, the one
0: other thing that I actually do want to bring up, I don't think we rounded up the Betty storyline, because I like the fact that between Betty's two parents, the one who's in a cult and stole all of her money, or the one who tried to kill all of her friends and her friend's parents, she's like, I trust the latter one a little more now. I'm going to hang out with you, Dad. Uh, I'm really curious to see where that goes. I think that's really interesting. Hey, when you're a kid, you need guidance, you know? And the important thing is she's got somebody she can turn to. Do you think, is that going to lead to Hal breaking out of prison? Probably, right? I think so. Uh, Because it seems, I mean, the
1: implication here is that he's only doing everything for the fame now. So he's going to get out and
0: be a problem. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, what a problem. Let's talk about the Gargoyle King. You don't think it's uh, wrapped up. Tell us your theory, Justin.
1: Well, I sort of said it. I think, I think uh, uh, Hermione, uh, I think FP is going to be revealed as a thrall of the Gargoyle King. Um, I don't know why or when or what he did to become part of it. Maybe he accidentally killed uh, Featherhead mm. and, um, and Hermione saw him and is holding him uh, hostage technically for that. Um, because I do think that Hermione is the Gargoyle King
0: i I think I would love for them to not do that. I would love for them to actually be like somehow done and move on to something new for the rest of the season. I don't think they will, but uh just because I think the fake Gargoyle King, the real Gargoyle King reveal is too close to the Black hood thing, but there's so much left of the season for them to just ditch it now and move on to something else at the same time is very weird. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I do. I, I think your idea is as possible as anything else at this point. Uh, true, I guess technically true. Yes how are how are you feeling, Pete? You think they're wrapped up with the Gargoyle King at this point? No, no. I think there's going to be more revealed as we go on.
2: Uh, I also think it's a collective. Cause if you think it's everybody, well, I just think if you're. If you're all playing the game, if you're all like, you know, wearing the mask, anybody can kind of step up and be, depending on what the mission is or what they're trying to do.
0: Uh, I'll throw something out of you guys, and I literally just thought of this, so I haven't thought it through that much. What if. The rest of the season, the mystery is not who is the Gargoyle King. The mystery is who is Edgar Evernever. Because based on Mm. what we've been talking about with the financial moves, it seems like it's almost somebody who has it out for Hiram. So I wonder if it's somebody from Hiram's past, meaning from Riverdale's past, who is trying to take him down. And as we've been talking about, actually, a lot, and speculating that the farm and Hiram will come to blows, but the farm is not necessarily good, as all three of us have done thought all along
1: yeah but who is who could that possibly be who's left to be that
2: well maybe it could be somebody from Canada with a ridiculous name
1: oh smart like Justin yeah. Trudeau <laughs> yeah that dude's crazy <laughs> Trudeau
0: I don't know who else do we met. who else do we meet in the midnight club era I feel like we've kind of covered everybody right yeah who
2: else is like a sea serpent that we haven't talked about in a while well,
0: where's Sheriff Keller been? Ooh. Mm. So you think Tom Keller might be Edgar Evernever?
1: It uh, could be. Sure. Why not? If we don't, if we don't know him, I just feel like there's such a limited number of people who could be uh, anyone else that isn't already doing a million things. Right.
0: I I wonder though if we don't know him, but it is somebody who's essentially going to be retconned in. To be a rival of Hiram Lodge That the reason they started the farm The reason all of these things Have been going on Have been because they hate Hiram For whatever reason that we'll find out later Similar to the Hal Cooper Black Hood reveal Where 90% of the stuff they dropped In that season 2 finale There's no way we could have known
2: Yeah Well what about about Miss Grundy? She's dead You're just throwing out random shit right now Oh that's what this show is. <laughs>
0: Wait, the original Miss Grundy, the well, one that what we never saw. Pops,
2: then maybe Pops is it?
0: I'm telling you, I was suspicious of Weatherby earlier. Well, we'll definitely see what happens. This episode only Betty or Veronica, Pete, Betty or Veronica. This episode, Betty all day, all day. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I love this because uh, I don't know if you guys could uh, see in your mind picture, what's going on. But uh, Pete basically just crooned into his microphone.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's the Frank Sinatra
0: of liking Betty Cooper. <laughs> uh, what about you, Justin? Betty Veronica this episode?
1: Uh, gotta go Veronica. How I, dare you? Uh, How dare I you? Love, I love this budding romance between her and Reggie. Um, I thought that uh, I loved her song. Um, and uh, I think she's the bee's knees no. sorry alex sorry alex sorry
0: alex no, 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 no. <laughs> uh. Ooh, flash flashback. Uh, this is tough because I feel like both Betty and Veronica made really dumb decisions this episode, so they're kind of on even watch keel there. Off. You watch them uh, off. No, I won't. I will not watch my mouth, but I, I'm going to go with Betty as well just because I thought her stuff with Hal was great. Really liked the Barchy scene that went to hot. I thought it was cute and really nice when they dyed the hair. Um, liked SAT pret. That's true. And she was cute with Jughead as well. They had a couple of scenes where they were all snuggly, and it was a lot of fun. Really good. Bugheads days are numbered. No, you are going going strong. They're going strong. Here's here's what I think. I think uh, Archie is going to get together with Josie. That's my suspicion.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What are you basing that on? Uh, (laughs) She hasn't been around, are they at
0: all? Yeah, I'm basing (laughs) that on uh, process of elimination, I guess. Nice. Yeah. All right, guys, if you would like to support our podcast, Patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Please come on by. We'll chat with you about Riverdale or literally, literally whatever you want to talk about. Pete. Anything. Anything. Bees, stinging, weather, whatever you want. Storms. Let's do it. SATs will prep you. We actually, we do that. We have an SAT prep right after we record our live show podcast. Pete, what do you want to plug? us and trying to
1: get his score up <laughs>
0: oh, Friend us <laughs> on Facebook so you get to know About the amazing <laughs> guests we have on our live show
2: And Justin I, I don't believe that you tested Higher in Zalvin I do not believe it oh, I, 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 I didn't make that up I think you waited for him to say yeah. the number And then you just went a little higher <laughs> that, 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 Check my
1: permanent record yeah. Only read that part though Don't read no. the other stuff I got a
0: 1320 I got a 1321
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <gasps> it's like on when I we watched Saved by the Bell, and I was a kid, and Zach Morris's score was fifteen oh two, and they didn't even bother to do the research to know the number, what the number should be.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh
1: man, uh, that's just this—a memory from. If we're saying memories, that's my bee story. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: follow us on Twitter at Comic Club. Okay, also, you can check out at Riverdale Dark, our dedicated Twitter for both Riverdale and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. live dot com for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you after dark. Oh my god, I'm, I'm covered in, I'm covered in bees. <laughs> what am I going to do? Alex, help Quit me! Quick, killing none.